welcome to Unwind Financial, where we talk about all things health and wealth to, to educate, educate, inspire, inspire and, and liberate. liberate. My name is John Savage. My name is Leah Savage. My beautiful wife. <laughs> Hello, everyone. We've missed you. I've missed you. It's been yes. a little while. April has been an amazing month for us. Yes. Month of celebration. We celebrate our anniversary. 19 years married, 20 years together. Yes. And we celebrated um, just a lot of things. Our son turning 15. Mm-hmm. Um, major fun. project John's been working on being launched. I'm sure he'll share that. And um, we're just excited. Yeah. Yeah. So we're just, in, just um, yeah, we've had a, it's been full. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even the last three months, it's been full. A lot going on, but we're grateful and we're yes. thankful. In the midst of everything and thankful for our marriage 19 mm-hmm. years of marriage had a wonderful time away yes um, up in the mountains um, yes. i had a bed and breakfast so it was quiet quaint uh, we had fun yeah so it was a blessing yeah. with that said why don't we get started so what's the topic for today sweetie so the topic is coming into agreement hmm. and this topic is near and dear to our heart it's mm-hmm. extremely important who you are in agreement with, who you come into agreement with, whether that be marriage, mm-hmm. whether that be a business partnership, whether that be a working relationship, mm-hmm. any type of relationship. When you are entering, you know, you're joining another organization, a person, you are coming into an agreement. Yes. And tell us. Sweetie, what does agreement mean? So one definition from the Merriam-Webster dictionary Mm -hmm. for agreement is harmony. And I love the word harmony because when things are really in sync and harmony, Mm -hmm. there's a synergy there where you're not having to always look around the corner or or check your back or, Mm -hmm. you know, be in a a position of distrust. And and it's so huge. Yeah. On guard is perfect because that's actually very stressful. It causes anxiety. And unfortunately... Mm-hmm. that's happening a lot today um, and we can get more into it, but sometimes people let others get involved. Sometimes they start having too many people get involved, whether mm-hmm. it's with business or with marriage. And even with our marriage, we started out early where yeah. sometimes people try to suggest something to my wife or to me or to us together or how we got to start doing things. But it was like, Hmm, I'll listen to them. Let me listen to what they're saying. Then I'm like, okay, for us, I didn't hear God in that. Yeah. I heard someone else's experience and I'm not going to look at my wife a certain way mm-hmm. when I have not given her an opportunity to love me the way she knows best and what's on her heart and how to love me and mm-hmm. in the eyes of Christ. Um, that's both when I'm low and when I'm high, when things are going well, when mm-hmm. things aren't going so well. And that has created a beautiful tapestry with our marriage. Uh, yeah. And, you know, dealing with our kids, it's been challenging. Mm-hmm. Um, this generation is definitely different. Yeah. Um, but nonetheless, there are blessings. They're amazing. And, yes. Yeah. They're strong mm-hmm. and um, sometimes a little and too independent. But when you have <laughs> communication and you work together in agreement, yes. you can overcome and anything. Harmony. You can go through anything. Yes. Um, and just, uh, yeah. And, and, and it takes and, work to create agreement. Yeah. You know, to create an environment of agreement. Yeah. You have, Go ahead. No, you just, it's something that you have to be intentional, one of our favorite words. Yeah. Because <laughs> if you look at it as just, oh, this is work, this is another job. And in that context, a lot of people do. 
they have expectations, they have false expectations of now that I'm married or now that we're in this business agreement, I can talk to you in a kind of way or I can just drain the account because we're partnership now. And it's a little more than that. It's mm -hmm. a lot more than that. And so our heart has to be right too and our mindset has to be right. So, mm -hmm. but with this definition, uh, going back to it real quick, because we're going to, don't want to get too much into it because I'm going to go through about 13 different steps mm -hmm. when it comes to contracts and agreement and business and life and work and jobs. So agreement, harmony of opinion, action or character, and even how people are forming an accord, you're coming into agreement, they're mm -hmm. signing contracts, there's signatures, there's seals, there's mm -hmm. witnesses around. Mm -hmm. When we watch the presidents of the United States throughout time, um, when they have these pins, even everything is such a, a, a ceremonial process, mm -hmm. especially when, when there's, um, legit agreements that are happening sometimes you know, some agreements are not legit and that's what we're going to allude to as well when we're talking mm -hmm. but in ceremonies in general especially pastimes when kings gave their word when they put their signet ring mm -hmm. and they sealed, sealed it, it yeah into that wax that hot wax and then they stamped it onto that paper um that was it official and nobody could break that seal but the one who it was intended for. Because mm. there was a lot of consequences if someone else got in between the king mm. and his seal and the intended party, whether it was another king, whether it was a servant, mm. whether it was a relative, whether it was some other um, kingdom, whatever it may have been, um, a lot could happen. Mm. There was a lot of repercussions and liability. And so the king's word, his seal was his bond. Mm -hmm. And that's where you have amendments to something. If there was something that needed to be maybe retracted or could not be retracted, but you had to in some way undo it mm -hmm. because you also wanted to maintain the integrity of the king's authority mm -hmm. and power and his word and people respecting that and continue to follow him. So that's a very delicate way of doing that. We don't take that as seriously now as we yeah. see so many things, whether I hear a lot of people talking about cryptocurrency right now, a lot of flagrant things are happening that are pretty obvious that we would have never thought would have been public. Hmm. But unfortunately, when some people are in a seat in a position of authority, depending on their character, their integrity, hmm. or lack thereof, mm -hmm. there goes the decisions and there goes many lives affected. Even if people say, we're doing this for you. But if no one ever asked you to do it for me, there was never a complaint, then I question, are you doing it for me? So you just have to be careful with agreements mm -hmm. and coming into contract. And I'm just saying that to say with a lot of things that are, are happening right now, people are fighting about, petitioning about, um, mm -hmm. and they have concerns about, like in the cryptocurrency market, for one thing. Mm -hmm. But that's a whole nother segment mm -hmm. that we can talk about later. Yeah. Now let's get into the meat of things, sweetie. You want to share anything before we get started based on the definition? I just, you know, just want to add that there is power in agreement. Yes. There, the, the, it's, it's powerful. Like when you said, you know, his word is his bond. Our word is our bond. We should not enter into agreements lightly, mm -hmm. nor should we use our words lightly. Yes. That there is power in our words and there's power in whatever agreement that we've entered into and not to take it lightly to to enter in them very intentionally and very um you know cautiously 
Yeah. I know I don't want to get ahead of myself. I started <laughs> to, but um, some things I was sharing, just just hold on and just listen closely because yeah. we're going to get towards to them and deal with relationships. Yeah. So, number one, most contracts can be negotiated. The more leverage you have to negotiate, the better outcomes you might have for yourself where it's a win-win situation. So it's important. Leverage can be anything to have more money in your pocket to maybe understanding how to better strategize when you're negotiating, whether that's buying a home, hmm. whether when buying a home, even in this market, it's not just throwing down money. There's a lot of people who are not getting certain terms. It could be maybe a letter you write up that needs to be that needs to convey something in a certain way based on a situation or circumstance or something with that property. Um, so sometimes how we word things and how we do things that can give us leverage hmm. and let some people know as far as what we're thinking or insight or knowledge that we have. So someone can't just get over on you, Yeah. but also to consider that you really are doing your due diligence. And this is something that's extremely important to you, mm-hmm. but that at the same time, you have a posture of control and you know your authority and your identity. So you mm-hmm. can come from that base when you're communicating with the other party and wanting to negotiate a contract mm-hmm. or the terms of a contract even. Mm-hmm. That's good. Number two, don't assume every contract is locked in as is. There is often flexibility and back end contingencies depending on the circumstance. So another thing with that is depending on what happens, maybe there was a loss in a family and you have to make adjustments on something you were in the middle of doing, um, or you had to back out of a contract because those things beyond your control, uh, maybe health issues or uh, whether long-term or temporary, for example, with life insurance, you can be rated C D whatever on life insurance, but end up having where you, um, sorry about that. Okay, so with life insurance, people are rated all the time. It may or may not be accurate. You have someone come out and do a paramedic exam on you. It may or not be be accurate, but, and maybe you have to pay a little more for insurance, but later on you can have it redone and maybe you get super preferred, maybe before you got rated or you got under preferred or whatever it might be. But even in those contracts with that insurance, you could turn around later and get a better rate and maybe mm-hmm. even get better coverage after doing another exam or showing, hey, I'm fine. Or maybe there was a potential cancer diagnosis when they went and did a review for the MIB um, where they went and pulled the uh, Medical Information Bureau documents. So that's one document where people don't realize they might be able to get changes made to their life insurance and save mm-hmm. themselves money every month. Mm-hmm. Um, it, sometimes you have to wait six to 12 months, or maybe you can, you don't have to wait as long if you find that some things weren't done right, or there was a misdiagnosis. And I'm just giving you one example, but mm-hmm. life insurance, there's a lot of people who pay a lot of money every month. And so understanding mm-hmm. these things that you can do to your advantage, whether your agent tells you or not, it's a fact that you have the opportunity to have things reconsidered on your behalf with proof. Mm-hmm. Even if you're in better shape, you stop smoking for six months, you stop drinking, you lost 70 pounds, you're in excellent shape. The mm-hmm. agent sees you, they make notes. No, this person is like, they're lifting weights, they're strong, they're running three miles a day now, whereas before they couldn't run at all. Mm-hmm. And so these are all things just to consider. So that's a simple one. Mm-hmm. 
Um, there could be something else where you had to had an emergency, say you're at a hotel and you um, had to leave on an emergency, but you had paid for five days. Then you can discuss with them, hey, this is an emergency. Mm-hmm. I have to leave immediately or my company building caught on fire. Someone got hurt. Um, I have to be there. I have to sign documents. I, I have to go. I'm so sorry. What can we do to get a refund of the the partial of my stay here at the hotel? The hotel might say, well, we can't give you a refund, but we can give you a credit mm-hmm. towards your stay. Or, you know, what? let's see what we can do. We'll talk to a manager because they'll have to make an approval. Um, and then maybe they can do it. Or maybe they have to contact corporate because there's things that are centralized and decentralized authority now of organizations. So the whole point is there's a process sometimes Mm -hmm. that you have to go through, but those are some of the things you need to consider as well in those type situations. Um, Hmm. What comes to me as you're talking, John, is that there's levels of agreement. Mm -hmm. There's levels, you know, whether it be a policy or Mm -hmm. there's, there's, there's different levels. Yeah. And so it seems like maybe less, critical agreements can have more room for negotiation and flexibility mm-hmm. or maybe not i mean mm-hmm. more important and not important not the right word, but just a little more serious agreements type of agreement, type of agreement. whether it's uh mm-hmm. i have an agreement i'm staying with these roommates yeah. and if something happens we agree that you'll leave within five days mm-hmm. if we have a disagreement we can't work out and those are those agreements like that. Those are more simple terms yeah. and more simple agreements that are straightforward. Mm-hmm. Um, and everybody can say, okay, we agree on this. This is real clear. And then there's other agreements where when it comes to properties, you know, there's a lot of people, hands involved, they want to get paid. Mm-hmm. And, but you're the one on the bill. It can get more complicated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're the one on the bill for the loan. So everybody else gets paid. They just need you to close and get the loan um, because part of that is their money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. So it's a different level. Mm. You're absolutely right. Okay. Make sure you are familiar with and understand the terms of a contract, especially when there are potential liabilities and costs to consider. So again, I was talking about real estate. Mm -hmm. So on this real estate market, there's some who are going through and even taking their, as much of their savings as they can to put down just to fight and get in position to get a home. Well, you may or may not want to do that depending on other liabilities you already have in place. And then you're taking on another property that can be say a $500,000 home here in California. Um, and maybe right now you're paying rent of $1,500 and you're already kind of stretched and you're, you might be able to do a little more. So you're like, I'm willing to do whatever and pay $2,000 a month, but can you handle that? Mm-hmm. You have the capacity. Yeah. So you want to consider, I like that word capacity. What is your capacity Mm -hmm. to be able to enter into this contract and be able to to fulfill the terms terms of that contract and and meet your obligations Mm -hmm. and vice versa. You ask the same question for the other party as well. So if you over leverage yourself, that can be a really big issue. And a lot of people in the real estate market, we've known multiple people, real estate agents who, um, own properties, we're doing well, Mm -hmm. making money. And all of them end up having to rent. Yeah. And so then I started asking questions. These people are trained in this market. And there's different circumstances. But some of the ones I knew, they were over leveraged. Mm -hmm. They were depending on, they were over leveraged literally by 70, 80% credit. Mm -hmm. 
So they were depending on the accounts receivables on the books of the renters paying them. Mm-hmm. And that was the assumption that, okay, with everything going on in the economy, all of those renters will have their jobs. Mm-hmm. So if they have 25 properties or whether it was someone with five properties or three properties, depending on what that agent or individual was able to maintain on their own separate of the renters is also going to be contingent upon how leveraged you are or over leveraged or under leveraged. So is that like over promising and under delivering? delivering? It's another way of, yeah, yeah that's a, another way of obviously customer service. Mm-hmm. But in this case, it'll be you're under the delivering for yourself, excuse yeah. me, if things didn't work out. And as we see with 2008, 2009, mm-hmm. as well as even in this market right, right now, and corrections there's already been corrections happening some markets more than others so the whole point is is um you just really want to consider your liabilities because you're going to be on the hook for anything you sign on that Mm. agreement if it was within your control and you didn't manage things well or you mismanaged it so you couldn't fulfill those terms and Mm. in some cases you find yourself in court And then the other thing, too, is maintaining the cost of a home. I've talked to people dealing with renter's insurance. So that's a whole other thing as well. And sometimes they were in a home. Mm -hmm. They had to maintain certain things based on the obligation and depending on the landlord they had. Uh, But they didn't have renter's insurance. So when something happened, now all of a sudden they took all their money, got into a place to stay temporarily like a hotel, and they had nothing left. Mm -hmm. But because they didn't have any contingencies in place. And what is a contingency? So the contingency could be renter's insurance in place. So if something happens, mm-hmm. just in case, mm-hmm. I'm going to have this insurance plan to fall back to on. To cover. Yeah, yeah, to cover that gap. Because I don't have $500,000 in a bank account to go move into a new property quickly and negotiate terms because I have the leverage, I have the money, I have the, the power, and I can come knowing what I have backing behind me. And I can show proof versus I got $500 in a bank account and... I'm in a situation where I got all these belongings. I don't know what to do. I don't have renter's insurance. I don't have any type of insurance, Mm. no warranties on anything, nothing. Mm. And I signed this contract, but now I got to get out based on the terms because Mm. of the situation. So insurance is really a form of contingency. Um, It could be. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. I'm staying focused. (laughs) (laughs) So number four, keep copies of everything. This is your proof of a transaction. Okay, so or an agreement or an agreement, mm-hmm. and here's some of the things that should be in there: um, the terms of the agreement, the date of the transaction, offer and acceptance. So those terms you accepted, you signed it, you filled out the forms, you gave your information, or whatever else you may have given over. Um, it could be a title deed to a property in exchange for a loan that you have to pay back. And then the offer, they say, this is what the other party says, this is what we can do for you based on what you're requesting and what your need is. So if you accept, sign here, pay this money, pay the deposit, give us this title to the the car or property. And then when you pay it back, you get your title back. If you don't, you know what happens. We take it. Hmm. All right. The cancellation policy. Understand the cancellation policy. Now, there's a lot of companies nowadays, things have changed where it it makes it a little tougher to to even find the cancellation policy or Mm -hmm. go through that process or get your money back when service was terrible. And that happens too. But sometimes you might have to know if it's worth it, when to fight certain battles and what not to fight certain battles. Okay. So 
Sweetie, you want to say something? Yeah. No, you're doing good. Okay. okay. <laughs> um, and also, of course, making sure all signatures on the contract. You don't want to sign something and you start paying and doing something and find out there was no official agreement. Mm-hmm. And then you're trying to get a refund for something or have something taken care of. And the person says, oh, we never had a contract. I never told you to do this. Mm-hmm. I've talked to a lot of people, work with EAP plans and other situations where sometimes these things literally have happened. And someone calls law enforcement, they call someone else, and there's nothing they can do about it. Or they can't find the person because they didn't get enough information before giving up their information. Um, I talked to a person where that happened, a few people that happened to during the pandemic, actually. Um, people are trying to catfish and do all kinds of things. I'm a notary public. And um, what ended up happening is where, in this case, I got a couple of emails about some property and, and doing the signing, but I wasn't given a lot of information. It was some confusion on the phone numbers and the company and things like that. And if I would have just jumped to it and said, I can do it, because some agreements are verbal agreements too. Hmm. And there's implied hmm. and it's, um, or it's like imperative. There's three different terms, but a lot of times there's things that are implied hmm. or assumed based on your actions. And if you do those actions and you do the things, that's why sometimes in court with someone saying, or the judge might say, well, you paid them the money, right? Okay. And you guys had this going on for six months. And now you're saying you didn't have an agreement, but you guys are talking to each other. You mm-hmm. text back and forth, but you paid them money, but mm-hmm. you didn't sign anything. You didn't get something from them. So you guys still had some type of verbal agreement. Mm-hmm. And so you have to be very careful about that as well. Yeah, that's good. You know. Sweetie, anything else you want to say? Just be very careful where you put your signature. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, and who you're coming in agreement with. We're going to go over some more later. Um, Went a little longer than expected today because we're trying to keep these a little bit shorter. But just know, coming into agreement in any type of relationship, whether it's marriage, even with your kids, Mm -hmm. you're, you're doing certain things for them, putting up security. I've seen parents literally struggling because they're putting up over $1,000 a month for children who are in their 20s and can work and, and things are going fine for them, mm-hmm. but the parents struggling because they won't tell them. And so sometimes we have to know when we've done our part and we have to have boundaries and let the other yeah. party know, okay, it's time to do your part too. Yeah. And I think you just hit, hit on something mutually beneficial. Yes. Very important in any agreement. Yeah. So, well, until next time, Thank you guys. God bless you. And And unwind. Bye-bye.